Welcome back, everybody. This is Rachel Prince, Airbnb Realtor, back in Indianapolis, just in time for springtime. We're here on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast, and this episode is going to be really fascinating. Do you need to analyze your short-term rental deal before you buy it? Do you actually need to run the numbers and understand what your potential return is going to be? on that Airbnb home that you purchased? Well, here with me today is John Crosby, the founder of the Click to Flip app. And he says, yes, he says it's essential. We're going to hear from John uh, how to use his cash flow analyzer, where to find it, and also how to use his mobile app that he's created uh, when you're on the go and you need to kind of look at properties and see if they're going to make the cut. And we'll talk a little bit more about whether or not you really need to run the numbers when you're making that investment. Because if you see a property that's just really amazing, then, you know, and it's the right price, then why would you need to run numbers? Well, let's find out from John. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hey, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of numbers and deals and analyzing, can we hear from you what is your background? I think you were talking about um, your background in tech. Was that not right? Correct. So I, um, I have a 20-year background in IT and application development and data. Um, during my career, we went through an acquisition at my company in which I was able to um, come, up with, come, come into a little bit of money and that led me to uh, achieve one of my dreams, which was to uh, purchase a uh, vacation rental, a cabin in Lake Tahoe, California. Um, I was lucky enough to uh, acquire it from a pre-existing vacation rental owner, and he sort of uh, gave me the keys to his kingdom, so to speak, from a vacation rental business model. Um, I was able to take that, um, really run with it, uh, put my own spin on it, and um, once I saw that other people were <laughs> able to pay for my beautiful home and at the same time share the beauty uh, with other families and, and the home itself and the area, um, I was really hooked. And from then on, I went on to uh, streamline the business, uh, make better customer service decisions, and essentially try and inc increase my bottom line. So did you run the numbers on this house when you had your eye on it originally? Funny, funny you should ask, because I did not. I actually didn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> I actually, and if I had, I wouldn't have bought it, truth be told. Um, uh. luckily, luckily, it turned out to work out well, because from an equity play, it turned out very successful. But um, at this point in time, I am strictly a cash flow investor. So equity and tax benefits are secondary and, and kind of gravy on top. Um, this, brings me to, this brings me to my point that I don't necessarily think it is a make or break situation if you don't have a cash flow analyzer for your property. I've done it several times myself, and we are cash flowing, but I will say that I'm a big fan of it, and I think if you, you have made it easy for people to do so they, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, it's, if, if it's an extra due diligence step that only takes, you know, 15 minutes, it's, it's worth knowing whether or not 
you're going to have a serious cash deficiency at the end of the year or if you're going to be around break even. Um, it's just to get rid of those, uh, the dogs, so to speak. And, and if you're anywhere in the realm of, for me, if I'm negative 5K to positive 5K on my analysis, I know I'm probably going to make that up either in A, tax benefits, B, equity, or C, just the pure enjoyment of taking my family up to our, our property for free. So there's a lot of ancillary benefits that you get out of these vacation rentals. Yeah, true that. I think the, the last one there that you mentioned, being able to access your property, use your property, and right off the trip, you know, because you have to go check on your property as an expense or what have you, but being able to see it in the meantime is, is a really big perk. I'm looking at your vacation rental analyzer, the one that I found on um, FiggerPockets website and that you so generously offer to the world and we can download for free. And you've already built in the formula into it, which is super important. Uh, most people won't really know, you know how they're getting those calculations. I have built one of these myself, so I understand the calculations. It's pretty complicated. But at the same time, once you know, kind of, once you've done one of these, you you know that it's it's not that it's not that hard. But if you do have a calculation that's off, it can mess everything up. So I'm looking at yours right now, and um, I'm just going to kind of review with it uh, with everybody what's on it. Um, it's it's basically a clean. Well, it, I'll have you do that in a second. But it's what I'm looking at is is essentially a, it's like you said, a clean breakdown of itemized details. And it just gives us more accuracy on, you know, what to expect and our, our bottom line. And most of it is, you know, what you're putting into it, uh, taxes, HOAs, um, down payment, purchase price, your expected nightly rate, and then also your itemized stuff like gas, electricity, waters, everything you have, everything from snow removal, landscaping, supplies, um, permits, and housekeeping. Um, but uh, can you tell us a little bit more of the overview of of, of what we're getting uh, on the stabilized cash flow or the after debt? Like, can you kind of go over or walk us through what we're supposed to look for? I know it turns green when you're in the positive, and you said that you want to look for maybe you know in the five thousand plus range for the return, but and then sometimes it will actually. I've actually done it calculations to where it's in the red and it will actually turn red. It's really cool. Um, but can you kind of walk us through there what we're looking for? I'm not sure if you have your uh, analyzer open. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so you have a variety of inputs that you put in, and in the end, you want, you want green. Green means cash flow positive. Um, so one of the – I've added over the kind of the year a, a few little metrics on the side here. One is just simply your year, on, your, your year one cash on cash, and then your stabilized cash flow after debt. I care about stabilized cash flow after debt. That's why it's kind of the biggest number there. It just, it just tells me that this little machine will, at the end of the year, give me break-even or positive cash flow. Uh, so are you, you also saying get... that – sorry. So are you saying that – because let's break these terms down like we're eighth graders, okay? And we don't know mm -hmm. the fancy terms in real estate because I think that's <laughs> a lot of the problem is a lot of people out there don't, understand what um, cash on cash with you know means or stabilized cash flow so why don't we just remember to kind of break these down for everybody out there as well sure sure so your, your cash on cash is simply 
the cash flow after debt divided by how much cash you put into the property, which means your down payment, closing costs, and any rehab you did. Your stabilized cash flow after debt is the, specifically it is the dollars, the cash money rolling into your account after all expenses and your debt service, which is just a fancy word for your mortgage. Um, it's, it's really kind of what tells you that um, you are, that you're not, the, imagine this, because I always create a, 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 my own dedicated checking account for my properties. So consider that a bucket of water, and you want that bucket of water to be, have, whether it's even dripping in, you still want it to be um, not emptying at the end of the year, because after a few years, it's going to completely empty. Yeah, I like that visual a lot. And um, when, why don't you talk about uh, some of the other things on here, like um, just to break it down for some of our listeners too, like gross operating income and all the things that kind of go into that. What can someone expect from a gross operating income when running their short-term rental? What goes into that? Yes. So the gross operating income is pretty much the your average nightly rent times your um, your expected bookings, um, which you can get from a variety of, of sites like AirDNA and um, some other ones out there. Um, your gross operating income is essentially the amount of money that you're bringing in before your expenses. Uh, so it's it's if you think of it as a business, it's you know, it's your total revenue, essentially. And then um, yeah. when you, you go down to, then, is, then that's where you start deducting your expenses, which is all of your operating expenses like utilities and the pool and cable and, and uh, things like that, so that you eventually come down to a net operating income, which is at the bottom. And so a net operating income is really, it tells you the value of your little micro, you know, I call these little micro hotels. It's just, it tells you, um, if you were to go sell this micro hotel to somebody, you'd say, hey, I have an NOI of $17,000 a year. And, and the reason that's important is because you're, you're taking a cookie-cutter version of the business and saying, here you go. And that person can make efficiencies to increase their NOI. But the important point I'm trying to make here is it, it does not include your debt service. It does not include your mortgage. And that's because mortgages are so various and people can get so many different terms that they always want to keep that out of the NOI so it doesn't confuse things. And that's why um, you include that eventually in your cash on cash and your cash flow totals. The only thing I would like to see on here is a cap rate. It's the only thing because, you know, when you're looking, uh, you know, I'm talking to my clients about, I mean, investors like cap rates. And I'm not, that's the only thing I would like to see on here. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty easy to add. Yeah, but I mean, cap rate is just NOI tell. divided by purchase price. Okay, yeah. So, I guess I could add that in there. Yeah, and I can certainly add it. It, 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 it okay. doesn't take too long. Yeah. Or it's it's, what it's I would a simple love, calculation. Great. What I would love is for um, you to add the cap rate in there, and then what we'll do is make this available for the listeners out there so that they can use that. Really quick, uh, I, I do want to mention the DSCR part because I think that's valuable oh, for yeah. people to understand that. Please. D, it's DSCR, 
Uh, so debt service oh, coverage right. ratio, uh, debt service coverage ratio is a really important metric that, you know, through my couple of years here of, of doing deals and analysis, it just always falls back to, um, you know, what is the DSCR of a property? And it's essentially, it's just the property's ability to pay its debt. It's the property's ability to um, service the mortgage and the loans. And if you think about when you go and apply for a mortgage, and, and get, don't get me wrong, applying for mortgages for short-term rentals is, can be a little bit complex and, and convoluted because they're not standard rentals. Um, and so if you can show a, a, DS, a DSCR greater than, say, 1.2, and what that means is that the, the NOI divided by the debt service is basically 1.2. So um, it's able to pay 20% more than, um, than, than just covering the debt. So they're basically looking for a little bit of buffer. Um, but the nice part about this calculator is you can quickly see that if you're, you know, if you're above a 1.15, it's going to turn green. And it means you, you, sh you shouldn't have too much trouble um, getting, uh, getting a loan at that kind of rate, at that kind of ratio, I should say. What's the so operating expenses new, ratio? So OPEX ratio, um, yeah, and I, I tell a lot of new or investors that are thinking about getting into short-term rentals, you know, I just tell them you, you're going to run a really high OPEX ratio, and it's because, you know, most people don't realize you are the one that's going to pay for electricity, cable, uh, landscaping, snow removal, house, um, house well, housekeeping is a pass-through. But um, all the things that in a normal rental the tenant would pay for, you're going to be paying for. And so on a, on a short-term rental, um, OPEX ratios are – usually between 60 and can be as high as 80%, um, whereas in standard rentals, it's, you know, 50 or less. And so I put that in there just to give an idea of, uh, to, for people to keep that in mind. How does, how does the purchase price in this vacation rental analyzer, how does that factor into the, and also the renovations. How do you factor that into to the outcome, the stabilized cash flow? So the um, rehab will not will not factor into the stabilized cash flow because um, it only goes into the year one cash on cash, um, and then the purchase price goes into the cash flow because that dictates the mortgage mortgage payment. Gotcha. So mortgage payment is an expense that you're taking out for that. Um, to get that um, year on the uh, stabilized cash flow after debt. Correct. Okay, cool. Well, I think this uh, report or analyzer is going to be wonderful for some of the people out there. I think maybe we can add in a couple more um, uh, terms or break down a couple more terms just so that when they're using it, they're not completely oblivious as to some of them, like OPEX, because I know if you don't look at these reports for a while, they get, uh, you have to kind of remember, what am I looking at? What, what, what is this telling me? But um, I think you've kind of nailed it with the green, like when you see that your property is going to have some stabilized cash flow after your debt, after your mortgage payment has been paid, you've got a little bit of money coming in, even if it's not a ton, that's still a great, a great thing. But the question is, with all of the time that you're putting into it, because we're not calculating time here, is it really going to be worth your time? Is it really going to be a good investment? Because time is money, and 
you know, at the end of the day, if you say you paid yourself, you only made 2500 on your deal and or you spent a lot of time working on this pro- property yourself, then that might be a deal breaker. Absolutely. Okay, so why don't you tell us a little bit about this app that you've developed, the Click to Flip app? Sure, yeah. So um, a few years after I had my vacation rental, um, my, uh, I was laid off from my 20-year job, which was, was hard, but um, you know, it's all part of the business environment out there. Um, and at that time, I had a little bit of money. Um, I had plenty of time because I was laid off. And uh, my wonderful wife, Leanna, actually uh, encouraged me to kind of follow my dream. I had always talked about building an app for real estate investors. And I was just frustrated with the fact that, I, you know, there was these fancy products and fancy spreadsheets out there, but I still had to go out. I had to go to Zillow or I had to go to AirDNA. I still had to go to Google and whatever to go pull the data to throw it into these calculators. And so I said, well, I'm just going to build some. I'm lazy, so I didn't feel like I don't want to keep doing that. So I built an app that actually goes out and just specifically pulls from all those necessary um, data providers and does uh, instantaneous calculations. They're high-level calculations, but um, you know, from your mobile phone, so that you could just I could just walk into a property. And I actually did this with my last short-term rental purchase. Uh, we were on tour with our realtor, and I, and each property I walked into, I was able to actually just hit one button, and it would instantly tell me if it cash flowed or not. And so that was really helpful in being able to execute quickly on the purchase of the, uh, she actually showed us an off-market one. And so we were able to put in an offer the next day. Yeah, so I typed in a couple different addresses into this thing. I downloaded it and typed in my own address. And uh, I was kind of, I had some questions about it. One of the things that it says, overall it seems pretty easy and comprehensive to use. Looking at, my own house here and I'm getting, um, you know, I can see the NOI, the net operating income of 13577 a year and then it will actually tell me my total gross operating income minus operating cost, which is kind of cool. And it also tells me my average daily rate from AirDNA, which includes cleaning, which is about 111 and the cash flow. Oh, see, this is great. I really like how it, it breaks down the net operating income, which is, you know, your monthly debt burden minus the CapEx. That's cool. And so it gives me my, my cash flow. Now, is, is that cash flow that's annual? Yeah, that's annual cash flow. Okay, got it. And then it gives me my cash on cash, which is not very high. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, wait. Okay, so when I'm yeah. looking at it 100% down, it gives me a cash on cash 2%. And 20% down, it gives me a 4.8%. So yep. um, that is not very good, right? Um, for cash on cash? No, I mean... Uh, because I'm looking at do? the one that I... Yeah, I'm looking at the year-on-one cash with the, with the property that I looked at or I was analyzing on... Um, that I was analyzing on, on the spreadsheet and I got a 41.2% um, 
uh, year on year one cash on cash return, whereas this is 4.8, so that's awful. But I'm still in the green somehow. Occupancy. So it says occupancy is 186 days. That's that's how much it would be occupied for my vacation rental. Right. So yeah, that's so the. If you go into the um, settings area, you can actually set yeah. how many available how many available days per year, and all it does is oh. it takes AirDNA and says AirDNA says it has an eighty percent occupancy rate or whatever percent, and it multiplies it by those available days. Gotcha. Well, you know that's interesting. I I don't rent out my actual home very much. But you can also go in and, and edit all those as well. And you know, if you right, know that right. the air, the air DNA numbers off, you can just go edit and put your own, and it'll instantly update all the calculations. Right. Yeah. I just did that, and I see how it it moved up to a eleven um, percent. If I put twenty percent down, it was eleven percent. Um. It went up, tripled. So, yeah. So it's, it's really, it's really okay. So one of the other things I was looking at is it has a repair fee. So what's that based on? So that by default will just take the square footage of the home and multiply it by a, an average, a, like a national average of I think twenty or twenty-five dollars per square foot. Yeah. But it, but if you yeah. click that button, if you click that button, it'll open up a new screen, and you can put in a fully itemized list of uh, of expenditures for your rehab and update it. So um, you could take that out if you wanted. Is what you're saying? Exactly. It just it fills okay, it with, with kind of a like default. Like if and, for example, my um, my house is turnkey, and therefore. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't need any repairs, right? So yep. So, it, to zero. so now, yeah. yeah. So now, if I put twenty percent down, I, it just went up to thirty percent. So that that's huge. So I think, yeah. Once once we tweak some of these uh, little items in here, it will, um, yeah, it will adjust it. And also, I'm lowering the price to what I really paid. And now it just went up even more. And now if I put 20% down, I'm at 61% uh, cash on cash first year. Wow, so, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. So um, I need to move out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, get it on the uh, Yeah, on no, the I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm actually refinancing my house as we speak. So. <laughs> um, oh, good. Yeah. yeah, so I'm getting out of my PMI form of FHA loan. So yeah. Um, so yes, well, I think this is great uh, option for people. I've really been kind of looking for something like this that's not, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month like some of the other options out there. So I think that people are really going to like this. I think this is only, what, $1.99, free for the first 30 days and $1.99 thereafter a month? Yep. Yeah, 2 bucks a month and... Um and then we have a, a few in-app purchases if you want some more premium data. If you find a property you're really interested in, you can download some more um, uh, premium data from some, of our, so, from some of our providers. But the basic core calculator is only $1.99 a month, and that also includes um, the repair cost um, 
itemization. And if you look, if you hit the menu button on there, you'll actually see a comps analyzer in there yeah, um, for each property. That. And it'll, it'll pull down all the comps for you, and you can actually select uh, all or some of those comps to create your own um, purchase price or ARV uh, based on those comps as well. Wow, that's really cool. So uh, it also has, you know, if you guys out there are buying flips or rentals, uh, you can analyze those deals as well. And um, it also, oh, there's the share button. See, that's what I was wondering is if you could share this. So that's really cool. And look, it just gives you all the data. That's awesome. Exports all of it. Well, I think people are really going to enjoy that. So um, why don't you tell them where they can find it in the App Store? Yeah, you can go find it on the App Store under Click to Flip, C-L-I-K, the number two, Flip. Um, you can check us out at clicktoflip.com. Um, yeah, that's where If they want to get a hold it. of you, should they just reach you through the website, or is there another way? Yeah, absolutely. Reach out to me directly. You can contact me at john, J-O-N, at clicktoflip.com or feel free to go through the website. You can find us, um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, um, all from our website. You can find that, the contact info. Awesome. Thanks so much. This is really amazing. And I look forward to, and everybody else out there can uh, look forward to seeing John's analyzer, vacation rental analyzer, uh, in my upcoming online course. We're going to uh, add that in there and offer it as a tool for everybody so they can find it in one of the downloads on the online course for the Airbnb Real Estate Investing course. And I will make it as available for you in the show links as well and a link to his app as well or website. So everybody, thanks so much. Thanks, John. Thanks for joining us. It's really educational, and I think everybody out there is really going to enjoy this one. Thank you so much. It's been, a, been an honor. Absolutely. Such a pleasure. Well, that's it for today on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast. If you love what you hear, then go ahead, like, subscribe, share, uh, comment. I love to hear what, you would, what else you'd like to hear out there. And if you think that you're ready to become a short-term rental host, then I provide my uh, referral link down below in the show notes. And you can also find me at rentalpreneur.com on my website. If you're ready to join the short-term rental revolution. All right, guys, well, that's it for today. We'll see you on the flip side.